Welcome everyone to Negative Zero's Dungeons and Dragons podcast. This is the first episode of the Realm of Dama campaign done by yours truly, Hero Darkness. This is my first time doing the campaign, first time doing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. So I hope you guys enjoy this campaign as much as I have been making it with my friends. And so please sit back, relax, and enjoy this first session. It is I, Hero Darkness, as the Dungeon Master this time. First time. It's going to be a lot of fun. Joined by... Oh dear, save us all. <laughs> yes. And I'm joined by... Which numbers here? Barton Scream. And your boy Lone Penguin over here. How y'all doing? Alright, so we are entering into a new realm, so let's go ahead and get into the backstory and the background of the realm that we're entering in. It is the realm of Dama. Our heroes come from two nations. we got the nation of Promenzia and the nation of Primelandia. Those two nations have been at war with each other for the past four years. It's been a year since the war has ended. The war was disputed over claims over the southern half of the port of the river and they're fighting over that which led and escalated to a huge war between the two nations that lasted four years neither side was really gaining ground formenzia ended up breaking into primelandia but due to the armistice that was agreed and signed upon and also the cost of war they decided to come to an armistice and agreement and now we're running cold war type tensions between the two because both sides aren't believing that they're going to be keeping the peace and so during the war there was six legendary heroes that emerged during this time for the era of formenzia we had the legendary hero dax the elf who was renowned for his hammer and unyielding valor and he went missing after the battle of the bridge of rushing water then you have elaine the human druid who went missing after pulling off an amazing counter-offensive of the battle of three fronts that was about halfway through the war and then the hero myro the swordsman who was a gnome, disappeared sometime after the war, who was believed to be in search of the missing heroes Dax and Elaine. On the side of Primelandia, we had Cancred the Mage Dwarf, who was believed to be dead after he was thrown off with Galvin over a waterfall. Triss the Unyielding led a mighty defense at the Monastery of Gala, who was a half-elf who disappeared, who was believed in search of Cancred, who is to be believed to be her lover. And then you have... The king's favorite of Primelandia, King Larys, whose favorite hero is Sam the Destroyer, who was a paladin, still is a paladin, who is now currently being the military advisor in the king's court. Now, the way Formensia is set up is that it is a nation ruled by a queen, Queen Eliza, who is a half-elf that is loved by almost everyone in her countryside, even in the main capital, Twilight Rose. Meanwhile, King Larry rules with an iron fist and is very military-minded and is still paranoid that Formensia is not keeping their peace. And King Larry is only loved by those in his court, and he is in the capital of Marlandia. And so these two nations are at war. And our, our heroes have come to and have heard rumors, or not rumors, have seen banners and flyers of the village of Sleece. Sleece is located in Formensia, in a place known as the Meadows, which is close to the border. Sleece was fortunate enough not to see the war, since most of the war happened to the south of it. Now, Sleece is towards the northern part of Formensia, near the forest known as Deepwater. Deepwater Forest, which isn't too far from the mountain range of Kalu. 
where there is believed to be a dwarven kingdom to the north past that mountain range, though nothing has been heard of in many years, and there is rumored to be an old dwarven keep there, in somewhere in the forest where the forest meets the mountains, though only the people of Sleece is aware of the of the dwarven keep. The reason why this festival is so special is that Sleece is known for a lot of good wine, and they've had some really good harvest. But this year marks a special occasion because they have finally reached and had the most prosperous harvest that they've had since none of their harvest has been taxed for provision for the war effort. And so they've had the biggest, and they're just like, let's have a celebration. So the town elders agree, and they've been sending out flyers into Primelandia, Despite rough tensions, they're like, let's make peace, not war, and also throughout the land of Vermenzia. And that's where our heroes are. They're coming into this festival looking for various things, whether it's to earn extra coins, whether to take a break from their various uh, jobs, or maybe in search of knowledge or to take a break from their studies. And so we are now going to go to our first character, Bright who is done by rich numbers as she comes into the village of Sleece. So, well, sorry, real quick. So in this festival, in the center of town, at the center of the town square, there is a fountain, there's a sage set up for various people to go up there, perform various acts, whether it's the bards or magicians pulling tricks to earn coinage from the patrons. There's also a bunch of vegetable stands set up and the town hall is right there behind the stage and that's kind of how and where the festival's taking place. That with various games also taking place there as well. Alright, so, Bright. I sort of see her sort of walking more from the northern part. She has a nice good black cloak on, sort of covering her leather armor she has on. She has nice good red horns sort of going up and back. And then she has nice good long black hair. She has fingerless gloves on, which shows her red fingers. And she's sort of looking around, pulling out the flyer, and looking up at the village. Looking over to her left towards her mentor. Her, um, drawing a blank now. Yeah, mentor. So this is the... So this is the city of Fleece. Yes, yes. Interesting... Interesting place. I was expecting to be a little different by the way the flies made it to be. Well, the village of Sleece is out in the meadows, in the plains of most of Fermenzia. I thought you would have known this from your studies that we've done back at the library. I just expect to be a little bigger by the way they made it sound from the flyer. Well, it's a marketing strategy to help draw more people in. Well, I can't complain too much. It's getting away from my studies, at least. Yes. Oh. A much-needed break, considering all that you've been studying recently. Though I am worrisome about you that you're maybe studying too much of all the things that you've been studying, you know, in the elementals and th things like that. Because that, if you're not careful, you'll get sucked away and you'll never really find out the truth. Sometimes you have to take a break and... Enjoy life. Enjoy life, yeah, whatever. I'd rather get this solved than let it hang over me for the rest of my life. You've always done that enough. You, you've been focused on this for the past 15 years. You gotta loosen up a little bit. Like losing my bowstrings? How about not? 
you still got a long ways to go with this. Besides, we're here to have fun. That's what you told me. And so I agreed to come along. Besides, remember, if I didn't agree, agree to come along, you wouldn't be able to come to this village. And that much I am appreciated for. I really am. Let's take a look around and see if we can't find some form of interesting game or gizmo or something maybe to listen to. Oh, yes, yes. Though I've heard that they have some performances taking place in the center of the town square, where I've heard there's some interesting bards that are there playing. That's what the rumors have it. I think there's one bard in particular that tends to make things bigger than what they are. But then again, that's kind of nature of all bards. Yeah, I heard them play in outside the library, so I guess I wouldn't mind just actually listening to them instead of screwing up past them, not wanting to give them my coin. Yeah, there's that. Alright, so at this point, you guys are uh, entering into the village and you're starting to see all the different games, all the different things. You kind of see like a cornhole type game that's taking place. You see someone that's kind of sitting above a bucket of water, you know, to dunk them in that. And you're just seeing all this different stuff. You see a bard up on stage kind of playing his violin, trying to impress everyone as he's trying to tell this awesome story, this encounter that he came across of how he saw how his life was nearly ruined and ended by these band of robbers how this legendary average guy just came in and saved the day but you know bards doing what bards do so what does your character decide to do with all this festivals festivities going on i think i have to give a shot at the cornhole okay all right i see here right now oh what's your name uh little miss right here i see you want to play some uh some cornhole is that right I just, yes, okay. yes, I do, I do. Okay, so in order to play, all right, I'll tell you what, we'll play a little game. Let's see who can get the most uh, sacks in the hole, and you can double your uh, prices. So how much are you willing to pay for this? I guess I'll put down two silver pieces. Two silver pieces. Okay, you're on. Let's do this. All right, so how this is going to work, you're going to have to make athletics checks um, in order to see if your uh, sack is going to go in. And you're going to have three rolls, and I'm going to have three rolls to see how many goes in. And it's going to be like a DC 12 uh, to see if you're able to get your... Uh... I was always going to be next <laughs> because I'm tossing stuff. <laughs> well, we are playing a game. I know. All right, so uh, I'll go ahead and go first. All right, let's see here. You see the game master, he takes it and he just kind of throws it and he throws it poorly. He kind of overshoots it. You just see the beanbag just kind of goes beyond where the cornhole is supposed to be at. That was just a warm-up, all right? Just, it's a warm-up, all right? Gotta give me a break. I just sort of roll my eyes, toss mine, it goes right into the hole. Oh, we got ourselves someone that's feeling lucky. Alright, my turn again. And this time you see him throw like an awesome arc. It kind of just goes and it hit, it like hits where the uh, hole's at. And then you see it kind of like sit there, look like it's almost in. And then gravity takes effects and it just falls into the hole. How oh, is it looky there? I match that. We're one for one. This little taunting seems to have gotten to my character as she makes the second throw. 
sort of goes up and just sort of sees it, just sort of rolls towards the thing and sort of stops. Let's just shut up and play and not talk. Okay, okay, let's see here. This is it. This is to see who gets the win, right? Let's go. And with the confidence of the Game Master, he throws it. And because he's confident he's going to get the throw, he throws it a little too hard, landing in the exact same spot where the first sack was thrown. <laughs> Just missing it. <laughs> All right, let's see here, little miss. Let's see if we can end this in a tie, because if it's a tie, we go again. Let's see who gets it. So she tosses it again it sort of flies in the air it sort of stumbles it hits the platform and just slides up and then falls off the edge oh so it looks like we're tied one for one looks like we're gonna have to go for three more rounds all right i'll go you actually i sent i went first we're tied you go first this time little man let's see how you do stop call me little oh i'm sorry what do you want to call you miss bright my oh. name. Oh, okay, Miss Little Bright. Let's let's don't get hostile. Come on, we're just playing a fun game here. After all, you did wager two silver. So I toss the next one up. It goes up. It sort of hits the thing. It slides up to the hole and just sort of skids just right along the outer edges. <laughs> A very similar thing happens. The game master tosses it, and it kind of hits onto the. Uh, where the cornhole's at, but that's where it just hit. It just hits. The boarding just sits there, and that's that's it. Oh, looks like we're still tied. Come on, throw number five. Let's see what happens. She just rolls her eyes at him, and sort of tosses the next one. It sort of goes and just hits a third on the board, and just sort of stays there. Oh, ho, ho. this time it was Nat twenty. And so that you just see this perfect arc throws and goes right into the uh, cornhole. Aha! Would you look at that? I'm ahead. Let's see. She sort of takes it and just sort of nonchalantly just looks at him and just throws it like, I'm going to know that you're attitude type throw. And it just sort of sinks right in. Ooh, we are tied two for two. And then with this final roll, you just see him kind of just standing there. It's like, ha So you think you have this one, do ya? Well, watch this. Proceeds to throw. And you just see it kind of just perfectly goes in. Looks like I beat you. Three to two. Give me those two silver. She reluctantly pulls out the two silver and just sort of puts it on her fingers and flicks it towards him, each one. Ow! No need to be so mean about that. All right, by this point, after this game is played, we now come to our next character. So over in the little section where a couple of the bards are just hanging out, you can easily spot one bard that's a bit different from the rest. There's an air genasi there. With a bit of a brighter, kind of like gray skin, purple hair with some white highlights kind of in like greased up wavy fashion wearing like a dress shirt kept together at the top with um some small seamed strings and a little bit of like a shoulder cape that only goes the halfway of their back that only makes it down to like halfway across the forearms and he's just sitting there 
or well, I say sitting, standing there, playing his lyre. And every couple of moments, he scans the crowd, looking for his next victim. I mean, patron. And as he scans the crowd, he clocks Bright and her affiliate that is with her and just looks like scholars to me. Scholars always have some extra coin in their pocket. I should introduce myself. So Callum is going to quietly saunter their way across the town square and approach the two scholars. Voice ready. Nothing up my sleeves. Okay, okay. Do it for the tips. Tips. Always for the tips. Hello there, lovely lady. Might I interest you in a song? In a performance? Are you, are you talking to me? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, hey, uh, Bright, I, th- I think this this bard wants to, to, to play a tune for us. I would love to play a Summer's Eve tune for you. Oh, okay. I guess I'll be better than me thinking about that stupid tossing game. It's okay. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. You can't win always. You want me to let you in on a little secret? All the games around here are rigged. You would think, think it's simple. You would think a simple tossing game of tossing beanbags across the board be non-rigged out of everything here. Oh, don't get yourself wrong. Trust me. The guys standing around—they're always professional. You do this stuff for a bit. They just miss every now and then to make the crowd feel like they have a chance. I'm just That's glad just I only did. Two silver pieces instead of wishing some gold against him. I should have oh. just used copper instead. Still a shameful loss. I will always mourn the loss of the silver coin. So, one thing I did forget to mention she does sort of have a quiver on her left side, and sort of you can sort of see the bowstring sort of across the front end. So, you would think that she's a little more like scholars, but you also notice sort of the she sort of seems to have a bow on her. So from the back, it looks like uh, Bright looks like a scholar. But if you would walk to Bright head on, you would see the quiver, correct? Yes. Okay. So yeah, the cloak sort of covering the quiver because of the way way she's she's dressed. Okay, Ken. So you said you wanted to play a song. I'm I'm interested to hear this intriguing uh, summer tune. Yes, um, it's a little something that um, all the bards around here are playing currently. But, I have finally figured out how to add a little bit more flair to mine than they are interested. Okay, go ahead and roll a performance check to see how well you do this too. Performance, don't fail me now. It's for the sake of money. That one. <laughs> <laughs> First... My first roll of this game. Oh my god, stop talking! Stop talking! <laughs> it is literally a nat one. I hate- <laughs> Get out! 
Alright, so you're I playing can't. on your liar. <laughs> so, so, you begin playing your tune, and you start singing, and you're just so out of tune with everything. Your liar's not in tune. You have it warmed up. You thought you were warmed up. And you just start Wait a minute. This is impossible. You start singing. And the mentor, you know, Lila, just covers her ears. Like, oh, sorry, could you, just, could you just stop, please? Like, this is torture. I thought you were a good bard. I'm going to look down at my liar, and I'm like, wait a minute. Someone while I was taking a break, seems to have mistuned my instrument. Those rascals, we bards, little secret among us is that we bards love to pull practical jokes on one another. I, I, I want to look into his eyes. I'm going to cast my little cantrip and change my eye colors to more of a red. You trying to impress me and think you're amazing? Just get out of here. With sort of now like blood red eyes looking at him. Very unoppressed. Okay, could you okay, explain well, uh, what your uh, cantrip does? It is the... I can, um... Press the digitation, right? Yeah, it's the Thermitagers one, so I'm sort of, um... Changing my appearance of my eyes, so my eye color is just sort of changing. Okay. Yeah, that's all I'm doing, just changing my eye color at this moment. Just make him know that I'm not happy with what just happened. I'll take the hint. I will not bother you again. Okay. I hope you ladies have a lovely thing to enjoy the festival. So as, quickly scurry off. as Kal-El walks away like a dog with the tails between his legs, enter in our third uh, character, Spartan Scream. Ugh, watch where you're going. My character, big and red. Angry. Fangs. Name is Black. Now you said your character bumped in. Sorry. Yeah, I bumped into whoever was walking away. I think it was. You bumped oh. into Callum. Yeah. Oh. Sorry about that, stranger. One of us should really watch where we step. What he could get hurt. No need for hostilities. Such a lovely event. Keep our hands to ourselves. I eye you. Kel, I'm just gonna like, kind of like, look at him like. With like a very like questioning like eyebrow motion like are you going to do something you know what i'm done hope you have a lovely time oh. i walk away 
Talon is going to continue heading back to where the other bards are. Okay, so uh, what else is uh, your character doing with Blap? Watching the festivities going really interesting bunch of well, just taking in the, the sights. So he's just kind of standing there in a just yeah, in town. Just observing everybody and all the commotions, all the events. On alert, always on alert. So as you're in there, just watching that, so mocks up to you, hey, would you be interested in trying some of our vegetables that we have? No, go away. Okay, okay, you don't need to be so hostile, okay. Don't talk to that guy, guys, he seems kind of rude. Hey, good sir, would you be interested in trying your luck no, at... go away. Okay. So as you guys are continuing interacting, as, you, as Cal Elma is back with the other bards, Discussing, or are you trying to restring or retune your uh, liar? I'm gonna retune my lie. Who mistuned my liar while I was getting a drink? <laughs> I got my eyes on you, Jimmy. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Callum. It wasn't me. I, I didn't touch it. Why are you accusing me? I don't know why you always accuse me. It's not cool, man. I'm watching not you, cool. Jimmy. It's not cool. I touch didn't my touch my liar it. again. Go rape here between the eyes, man. Why do you confuse me and Johnny? Okay, I know we're twins, but come on, tell the difference. And Johnny's hey, the one hey, with the hey, big Johnny, mole in the Johnny, was it you? <laughs> no, was it no, you? It, it, was, it was Jimmy. You were right, it was Jimmy, it was Jimmy. You'll catch a rape here, Johnny. Don't play with my liar again, boy. Johnny, why are you blaming me? It was totally you. No, no, it was totally Jimmy. <laughs> As the two twins continue to blame each other for... <laughs> I got my eyes on you. Got my eyes. So, as the festivities uh, continue, suddenly there's this... Uh, person that takes up center stage you, you notice that like the bars have kind of stopped taking their turns up there and that and you see someone walks up there and he's like good evening ladies and gentlemen may i join you to pay attention to this amazing show you're about to witness it is going to be one for the ages to come and so this magician is up on stage captivating a lot of the audience and so a lot of people begin to hush down and they start paying attention and you just see this magician um, just do typical silly magician stuff you want to see what's inside of my hat pulls out a bunny and then he turns it into flowers oh how would you looky there and so he gets the audience all riled up he's like all right i and this goes on for about 20 30 minutes and so you can kind of tell the audience like okay all right come on man just hurry up get off the stage come on we send this stuff before. Do something new. Something new. Okay, okay, fine. All right, fine, fine. For my next trip, I'm going to need a volunteer. I'm going to need a young, fair maiden. Which of you would love to join me for my next tricks? Anyone? Anyone? Any takers? Me, me, please, please. No, it's me. You gotta pick me. And he picks one from the uh, front. The girl gets all excited and they walk up onto the stage and then suddenly 
you guys feel a change in the air. You feel this happy festive festivity, and then suddenly things begin to feel cold. The lights in the in town square begins to go a little dimmer, and then suddenly the stage changes. You see an altar. You see these flames. You see this symbol painted what looks like to be goat's blood up on this wall, this bulletin board type thing. And then you see this choir. And you see all these people wearing masks. It looks kind of like a bird. And they begin doing your typical choir noises kind of question yes you said those writing wouldn't can i vote to see if my character recognizes the writing or sort of what it could mean yes go ahead and either roll me a uh, religion or history that is in total of 23. okay so with this 23 you remember your studies in the library. You remember coming across some of the stuff. It looks vaguely familiar to tiefling language, but you can tell that it's a little more archaic and that you can tell your tiefling's kind of been like adapted and changed over the years. But you've also noticed as a couple nights when you sneak into like the restriction section of the library that you've like noticed that this, is, this isn't right. This is something weird. And you begin realizing that this this isn't another trick. This is something really, really messed up that's about to take place. Like, you get this sick feeling in your stomach. You turn to your mentor. Moshe's like, we gotta get out of here. Like, that's kind of like what's running through your mind. Like, something's about to happen. Like, you're, you're becoming, like, super nervous. But you feel like you can't go anywhere at the same time because you're just like, what the crap? So as it continues, this little girl's like, I thought this was going to be a magic trick. Why am so I on this altar? I'm just going to go ahead and sort of get my bow ready. Okay, so you want to uh, ready in action? Yeah, so okay. my, I sort of have my, I'm ready for whatever's going to happen just to this feeling. I'm ready. I sort of make sure my mental sort of behind me sort of, sort of have an arrow already knocked okay. onto my bow. Uh, do, uh, does... Blap and Callum. You guys want to do anything? So at this moment, I am going to like look over at Johnny and be like, Johnny, you believe these guys coming <laughs> in, stealing the show with their gothic choir scene? I can't believe it. <laughs> I know, right? Like, the they, they got nothing on us. They got nothing on us. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know? <laughs> yeah, they got nothing. The nerve. They think you'll want a crowd like this with gothic singing and chanting. I know, right? So, so basic. So basic. So disappointing. I know, right? You're like, why? Right. Why? Why? I'm just gonna restring my... Yeah, I'm just gonna retune my lyre, not restring it. Make sure it's all ready to go. Okay, so all that's happening. Um... I'll get to Blap in just a moment. So, as the girl's like, I thought this was a magic! What are you doing with that 
dagger! Doing as the magician has this lady, this maiden on the altar. I think it's magic and it's part of the show. Okay, so lady goes, what are you doing with that dagger? That's, that's it, that's a dagger. Don't kill me, don't kill me. And you start hearing in a language that none of you guys are recognizing, but you recognize it as something like dark and menacing. You're like, you can tell something's up. And then suddenly you just see the magician plunges the knife into the heart of the fair maiden. And then suddenly all the lights go out. There's a whoosh of air. All the lights go. You guys look up to the moon. You see it begin turning blood red. The choir chant becomes, starts growing louder and louder. You can start telling that it's hitting the climax. And then, from the center of the stage where the altar was at, where the fair maid was sacrificed, this black and purple shoots up and then suddenly in the village some of the village homes start catching on fire and these red flames start converging into the center of town and you guys look around and you can see all the different uh, that there were strategic spots in the village that were marked to have these flames converge to the center you see this shoots up and then as you guys are looking into all of this you guys are paying attention and you're watching and you see a figure begins to appear he has four wings a bird-like face a tail just towering up in the middle of the sky nice guy just there and you just hear this screech and you just see this figure flies off all at the same time these demons begin appearing out from this purple and blue flames the black and purple flames and they just start coming out and wreaking havoc on the villages of that and you hear some people screaming and you hear someone goes my cabbages and everything and everyone's just in a panic the town starts sliding on fire you see the town's guards like Get on. everyone seek shelter and you see everyone starts running in a panic and you just see these different creatures coming out just wrecking and you see the people that were up close to the center of the stage they just die you see some of the cultists flee in El Lasto what do you guys want to do? wow um you know at first I was willing to chalk it all up as special effects but um yeah after seeing that um I don't think I can. Uh, I think I'm gonna go, guys. Catch y'all later. So your character begins to uh, run away. He's gonna like pick up his bag. He's gonna like put on his rapier, and he's just gonna like watch like the crowds like mass exodus out. So as that's happening, you start seeing like these demons just kind of Harry Potter, uh, Death Eater style, just like start popping up all throughout the village as well. And you just see one just pop up in front of you and just like, and that begins going towards you, blap and bright. What are your characters doing? 
I'll go. I'll let Blap go first. I will protect the people. Okay. I'm gonna start leaving the place to make sure my little mentor doesn't get hurt because I sort of need my mentor. Okay, so... So I'm gonna try to book it out of the place while keep my mentor safe. So as all this is going on, so we're calm standing. Um, no, sorry, Blap. Uh, where, 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 were you kind of like in the middle of the crowd, kind of like halfway between the back of the uh, audience towards the front? Yes. Okay, so you see a pair of one of you, the exact same creature that I described, just kind of this nasty type creature, just there. Um, he just kind of appears right there in front of you, kind of making the same noise as it starts walking towards you. Meanwhile, as Bright's trying to make their way out, another demon appears right in front of him and you just see him just start wrecking havoc they're just walking up to the villagers and just swinging their claws at everyone everyone roll initiative it's about time about 14 so dice i hope we have an understanding that's only good rolls from here on out right you get a three <laughs> Since you screwed me so thoroughly earlier, right? Right? Ten. You got a ten? I don't believe it. I got a eight. Aaron has cursed my dice. <laughs> it listens to me. Just a sec. I got get my rules in. Ooh, one of them got a nat 20. Dun dun dun. Stop it. Let's kill somebody kill the bard. Okay, so this is how it's gonna go. Agreed. <laughs> that horrible scene about dead my character when I These three creatures that just appeared in front of you guys, they're all gonna go before you. Of course. <laughs> One got a nat 20, another got a 15, another got eight, uh, 19. So they're all going to go first, and then it's going to go Bright, uh, Blap, <laughs> and then Kal-El. So the first creature is going to walk up towards uh, Bright, and he is going to make an attack roll and just swing at you with its uh, claws. And he goes out and swings and rolls a 10. App. Right. That's a miss. So you just see this bright just like, slashes and just like misses in front of you. Alright, and now the other one is gonna come up and goes towards uh Blap and he's just there just sitting right through and as he gets close to you, he rolls and that one. So he just all this just sees you and just like and just straight up miss. And the other one comes up to uh uh, to Cal Elm and swings and rolls a 16. Come on! That's a hit. <laughs> Go ahead and kill me. <laughs> Alright, so with this attack, that is going to be a uh, 2 force. Uh, hits you for 3. I was about to say, yeah, yeah, just go ahead and hit me for um, 11 damage, bend it. <laughs> No, he just hits you for three, so he just comes up and he just slashes 
across you. Ah, uh, my dress shirt. <laughs> All right, now it's uh, Bright's turn. So that demon's blocking my path out to the village. Yes. Then I'm gonna shoot it. Okay. I'm gonna shoot it real good because I have the notch, so I'm pulling back my bow. And I shoot at it. <laughs> 13. That hits. Ooh. That's gonna be six damage. Okay. Alright, um, Caleb, your turn. Alright, so. No, sorry, sorry. It, it's, Bla- it's Blap's turn. It's Blap's turn. I was like. Yeah, no. Nope, it's Blap's. Go ahead. My bad. Alright. I will be attacking the one that attacked me. Fourteen. Okay, that hits. And I'm swinging with my great sword. Okay. Ten. That was a what? Ten. A ten? Yes. Ten. Finish him. I take his head from his shoulders. <laughs> with just... one easy swipe. Lots just like I'm not impressed. Is this, is this what you have to offer? Okay. Um, now it's finally a Callum's turn. Alright. So, I have been tis but only a flesh one. Callum's going to retaliate. You know, I'm never really one for violence. But for your case, I will definitely make exception. I'm going to draw my rapier. Stab this demon. Okay. Alright, I quit. I quit the campaign. I want <laughs> out now I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. You cannot. It will not it allow was a it. Two. It wasn't a one, it was a two. <laughs> Get another bar. So you're just kidding, just like, I got hit, your pride's hurt, your liar's broken, and you're just emotional right now, you're just kind of like, <laughs> Quit. Alright, now it's back to the the main that's right there in front of, uh, in front of, uh, Bright. So he's gonna go, and he's gonna swing, and he rolls an 80. Rolls a 10. That's still a miss. He just kind of goes and swipes. All right, then we're going to go... Swipe and, with no swiping. Okay. And now the one in uh, front of uh, Cal Elm. Uh, that's a six. Six to hit? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cal dodged that one. Yeah, so, he's kinda, so he kind of is like... I mean, it's like... Oh, and then misses as you duck out of the way. All right. So as this is continuing, there's another main that just kind of appears, and so as he just he kind of appears, kind of between uh, the three of you, so it's just kind of right there in the middle, now just kind of slashing. He's not going to do any movements or attacks since he just arrived in the battlefield, so it's just kind of there. So now we're going to cut to uh, Bright. Another 13. Okay, that hits. That's going to be 10 damage. Finish him. So she takes the bow, sort of moves back a little bit, pulls it back, 
aims it right at the eye and shoots the arrow. The arrow then goes sort of straight through the eye and through the other end, just as the beast then just sort of falls over. Alright, now it goes to uh, uh, Blap's turn. Alright, I will throw my javelin at the one next to the bard. Okay. Eleven. That hits. Not surprising. Eight damage. Eight damage. Okay. You can tell that one's kind of. I say you should use this weapon instead. <laughs> I fancy my rapier just fine, but thank you. All right, now it's a uh, Callum's turn. All right, I reset the app, so let's see. Let's see. Oh, I don't know if my heart can handle another flub roll. You get an edge, Morty. It's a five. It's a ten to hit. Wait, you rolled a... What was it? It's a ten to hit. Yep, you hit. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I I have no words. (laughs) Roll damage. Oh my god, of course. Of course. Of course I would roll a one on damage. Alright, that's four damage. (laughs) Oh, it's four damage? It's four damage. Yeah, finish him. Uh, (laughs) Alright. That's not happy. I guess I'll kill him. Callum like sees like um the dragonborn throw his lance into the beast and it's like Ooh. and he's gonna just like take his rapier and he's just gonna like since he's caught still kind of like caught off guard from like being hit in the back by a lance he's just gonna take advantage of this moment and just like kind of like stick him in the back of the head with his rapier <laughs> to finish him so it's just it's bloody stabbing him through the head and just like ah, blood splattering everywhere <laughs> all right cool now that main that appeared between the three of you he's going to move um let's see here. yeah so he's going to move towards uh bright and come up from behind and he's going to take a swing at both right and the mentor but first and foremost it's going to be swinging at the mentor because it's the closest target and that's a 14 to hit the mentor. So, just picture the bright, just, just, just <laughs> help me! Dealing a total of four damage to the mentor, and so the mentor just gets slashed across the back with this other, uh, with this other main. Then, as this is going on, one more demon appears in the middle of the uh, town square. And this demon isn't like the other ones that you've been seeing. He just kind of appears there, just all red with like horns and like devils. And they're going down, back up, with like an axe in his hand. No, sorry, a spike chain in his hands just there, just looking around looking for a fight. Now we go back 
to Bright's turn. Gonna eye that demon just hit a mentor. It's gonna shoot it. Okay. That's a nine. That just hits it. Four, 12 damage. 12 damage? Yes. Finish him. She just shakes her head at that. You, you said it was like a hound or something? It's a mane. Um, so it's kind of like this ugly looking ogre type thing that's just kind of there. Um, it's not as like tall. It's like between like ogre and like its height. Like a hind? She just looks thinking, you don't touch her again. As she pulls back and shoots the arrow, going clean straight through, uh, hopefully they have one, straight through the heart. Okay. Kill him out. So he just, the arrow pierces through, and then the uh, main just kind of stumbles forward towards you guys and just falls just a couple feet, you know, like a foot away from like where your mentor was standing. Now, it's a Blap's turn. Close to the two demons to, uh, to each other. So the uh, the the black demon that appeared is behind all you guys. Oh. Okay, close together. All right. Well, I will throw hand axe at the one that uh, after bright. The the one that was at bright is dead. There's the last demon oh, that appeared. I, the one that's red oh. with the horns that's holding a spike chain. There's another one. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll go after that one then. Yeah. With the hand axe. All right. And uh, 19. 19? That hits. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll say it hits. It better hit. <laughs> a nine for damage. A nine. Well, it has resistance to non-magical uh, attacks, so that nine is uh, half down to four. Oh, okay. Yeah, the demon is a cackler that appeared. Now it's uh, Caleb's turn. Alright, so... I see the dragon board going at this beast. Alright. So, what I shall do this turn is. Alright, so, what does this cackler look like? Um, take a look yeah, in like the Discord. It's in the chat, yeah. It's a red demon for horns. It's a little spike chain. You'll see it's jumping. Oh. Yeah. And he has a hand, an axe. <laughs> yeah. But he's building a spike chain this uh, with this. Okay. No big deal. So I'm going to look at the cackler. And my response shall be is that I'm going to respond. Okay. My action is that I'm going to cast a vicious mockery okay. on the cackler. I'm gonna look at him and I'm just gonna hold my mouth for a moment. I'm like, oh my god, you need a dentist. Those teeth are whack. Okay. Um, 
basically how the spell works is um I can use it on anything that's in 60 feet of me. It will have to pass a will save of 12 or take 1d4 psychic damage. It has to uh, pass it out. What's the saving throw? My bad. Wisdom save. Oh, wow. A wisdom saving throw? I don't know why. Well, yeah. Well, it fails that throw. Well, the two, and it has a negative two in wisdom. <laughs> Love. Wow. Oh my god. It's a three. <laughs> All right, cool. Fortunately, that is. Okay, cool. So it's there. You can tell it's looking kind of hurt. Now it's the cackler's turn. Oh, wait. I also want to with my bonus action. Okay. Since the dragonborn is going to square up with the calculator in combat, I shall pass them a bardic inspiration. So okay. now you have the ability on your turn, whenever you're rolling for an attack, an ability check, or a saving throw, to add 1d6 to whatever you roll. But you have to add it before you um, tell the DM your roll. So I'm basically whatever you roll, just like then like pull up the little dice menu and roll and then just roll the d6. D6, okay, yeah. got it. So that is my gift to you. Okay. And that's for so, hit or for damage? You can use it. You can't use it for damage, but you can use it for attack rolls, ability check, and saving throws. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So. This demon, like I said, is close to it. So he's going to move in closer and make uh, move in to where where uh, Blap is at, and then going to make an attack with its spike chain with uh, with where uh, Blap is at, and rolls a net fifteen plus the modifier being twenty to hit. Well, it hits. Deals a total of five damage to you. All right. All right. Now that's back to Bright's turn. Can I just not leave this place in peace? I don't want these stupid red-headed things going to be. She says that she draws a bow, and that's a twenty-two to hit. That hits. <laughs> She then shoots the arrow at the dude, dealing 12 damage. Okay, that finishes him. <laughs> she pulls back, look at the castle, like, uh-uh, not today. I'm leaving this place. And shoots the arrow, it flies up, and sort of hits the castle into, inside its neck, so it sort of punches the airway, so he can't breathe, so it ends up suffocating it. So as it's suffocating, as it's dying, it lets out this laugh. Blap, <laughs> make a wisdom saving throw. A wisdom saving throw? Yes. Ooh. If you don't do well, you can use the Bardic Inspiration. I rolled a uh, 13. You just pass. So for just a moment, you've 
can tell like this like this mimic this last lap is like trying to like scar you uh, with psychic damage but you can just whatever you just gotta like I've dealt with worse and so like with that you can just tell like after that cackler has died like the everything else is kind of just dying down you kind of see like the town's guards and like the other bars just kind of finishing up the other demons and it's just total chaos and that you see like civilians just like dead on the floor some of them are just like slashed in half and just like it's total mess of carnage for blab this would be something very similar that uh you've seen before in your life with uh your history of being in the war yeah and so like this is like a very familiar scene for you so what are you guys gonna do as you see like town guards and that finishing up the last of, of the demons also like my character is gonna make sure that her mentor is safe and try to leave the village again okay so as you're trying to leave the village a town guard walks up to you he's like sorry but i don't think uh you should leave with your mentor in a separate condition i think we need to get some medical care for her she's looking pretty hurt well, do you have anything to heal, or are you just gonna stop us from leaving? Well, if you give me just a moment, I can direct you towards where the, uh, we have to set up an emergency first aid tent. Somewhere towards the town hall. I, I, I know it's going back towards where the action but that's where we put our medicine at, and we have to go that way. I will protect you as we go that way. You want me to go back into this hell to kill my mentor? I don't think that's a good idea. Our doctor our doctor's there, and the doctor is trapped, and we have to get there. If not, your mentor is going to die. Go back in there and risk my life. Well, it's, it's just a you. good idea to listen to the guard. He knows what he's talking about. Sounds like a lovely idea to listen to the guard. So what is Bright going to do? Look back at my mentor and sort of look at her condition. Can I do a perception check to see sort of how badly she looks and stuff on that line? Yes, or just... yes go ahead and roll a perception check. That is a seven. So as you can tell, as you look and examine the mentor, as you take a look at the back, you can see like the gashes were deep and you can tell like if she doesn't get medical attention, there's a possibility that she could bleed out. Not to mention you were just attacked by demons and you're not sure, you know, if there's any like lingering effects or anything like poison or anything else that may be in her system. So you know that you have to get that taken care of. Like, you can just look and tell that it's not bad. Like, it's bad and you're not you're not sure if you're going to be able to make the trip back to the library because you did travel ways to get here. I guess I'll go and save that healer. Okay, so Callum, uh, Lap, what are you guys going to do? You need me to carry her for you? you walk she's been slashed across the back so it like 
it's going to be pretty tough for her to walk on her own. If you wouldn't mind doing that, that would be a little appreciated. I will carry her for you. You need a strength check, right? Yeah, go ahead and roll a strength check if you want to throw her over like your shoulder or something like that. Got a twenty, not nat. Okay, so you can easily, you easily, you carefully like pick her up and put her over your shoulder, and that being mindful of the wounds as you carry her. I would think I instead of over my shoulder, I'd like cradle her. Yes. Kind of like a swaddling baby. Okay. Yeah. 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 So yeah. So you. So you're very careful. I will be shiverous. Yes. Okay. So you uh, do the shiverous thing where you carefully pick her up. And carry her that way. Uh, Callum, what are you going to be doing? Alright, I shall draw my flute. And I will clip away my life, get my flute ready, and my rapier in my other hand. And then I'm going to um, follow them towards um, the town hall. Okay, so as you guys are going towards the town hall, I, the town guard's leading the way. I'm taking light blap, you're going to be towards the. Uh, back just to try to avoid any more uh, conflict yes okay That's correct so tell them right how where are you guys at in, in relation to i'm going to put myself not behind the guard but a good distance away with my bow ready so if the guard gets in combat i can easily take aim and shoot so those would be about a good distance between the guard and me okay and uh Callum? I will take up right behind, um, gosh, can you pronounce his name again? Blap. Blap. Okay. Yes. Blap. Yes. B-L-A-P. Blap. Okay. Okay. So I will take up position right behind Lap. Okay. So as you guys are walking, I'm going to have a perception check. Perception check? Yes. The I'm rolling perception check for the guard. He's leading the way. And what the guard doesn't see as he's walking there, he sees they're out of nowhere, like kinda because like where you guys are at, so to help with it. So you guys make it behind the uh, stage and you guys are walking past the fountain. The guard thought, Oh, there's a you know, dead main right there wasn't really mindful of it, you just see him kind of, you see the man just kind of stands up and just swipes at the guard and just like knocks him to the side and just kind of doubles over and just like, oh, and he kind of hits the ground. You guys are now back in combat, roll for initiative. All right. That's a nine. Oh, like initiative, initiative, not initiative. <laughs> oh my God. You all don't want to get no, no, I rolled 18 this time. Nice. Well, I rolled, I rolled a 15. 15 but I got nice. Eight. Okay, cool. So, with this, so there is one main that appeared, and then also there is um, another one of his buddies kind of just been lying in wait. So there's two mains that are kind of there. So it's going to be, first it's going to be Cal Elm, then it's going to be one of the uh, mains, and then it's going to go flap. 
and then it's gonna go right in the last main. Okay. So how far are we from the infirmary? So you guys are about halfway there. So the infirmary is about roughly 70 feet from where you guys are at. Between 70 to 100 feet. Right in that range. Um, so if you guys were to decide to go for dash action actions, you would be able to make it no problem with a couple dash actions. But with a uh, lap carrying... Uh, that, uh, mm -hmm. Lala, the mentor, is going to be tough. It's going to take him longer because since he's carrying someone, his speed is going to be kind of in half, unless he decides to drop her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I have just, just going to throw at the infirmary. If anything, I'll throw her at somebody to catch her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait, do I have a negative strength? I don't think I do. <laughs> I normally give my characters negative strength. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... I have just the thing for this circumstance. So... Anybody I'll be at disadvantage with her in my arms, right? Yes. Okay, that's my thought. Okay. So, if I use my movement to get up in front, that would put me like, yeah, that would put the two mains in like 20 feet of me, right? Yes. Okay. Alright, so I will be using my flute to cast one of my sneaky deeky spells. Okay. It is called Sleep. Basically how sleep works is um this spell sends the creature into a magical slumber i will roll 5d8 and the total is real, how many hit points of real creatures cool, that can cool. is this is this a charm ability um no it's an enchantment ability okay i just want to make sure that it wasn't charm yep it is an enchantment okay go ahead and Right. Does the main need to make a saving throw or anything? No, no. So how this spell works, which is like, it's pretty unique. I roll um, 5d8. Okay. And depending on how many, like, d8, like how many hit points I have in total, I will have to use that amount against the main's HP. And if they have, basically it'll hit whichever main has the lower HP first. Okay. But um, for each main, I like roll enough HP for. It'll just go to sleep once they hear the melody. Okay. I'm gonna roll like five of these so we can get the results quicker. Alright, that's 15. Okay, so you see the uh, one on the right just instantly just collapses down back on the ground. Alright, so I'll play my melody. One just like. And I'm gonna like look over at like, um. Bright. And like kind of like motion for the guard and i'm gonna look back at um the dragonborn i'm gonna like motion him like to like go on pass okay now don't forget there's a second one that's there as well yes i shall elect to fight the second one okay 
but that will be all I can do this turn. Alright, now it goes to uh, Blap's turn. Um, how far away is it from me? Uh, you guys, so Callum was the furthest one back, so it was around 100, so I would say he's it's about 80 feet to the uh, infirmary, so you're about, did I say 20 feet, right? So you're about roughly 10 feet away from the uh, from the mains. Okay. I don't want to put her down. I will walk up to its brow, and I will swing around and hit it with my tail. Try to sweep the leg, kind of thing. Okay. So okay. So. Uh, did we need? Did we roll initiative first? Yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes. Okay. So I'm gonna do an unarmed strike. Hit. Let's see. Oh. Twenty-five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's gonna hit. Huh. Bludgeoning, five damage. You said you did five? Five. Okay, so that's gonna be, yeah. Okay, cool. And then... Oh, it's disadvantage though, right? Yes. Uh, so did you roll... Oh, I used my tail, so... I don't uh -huh. know if that would be a disadvantage or not, but... And since you're using your tail, I don't think that would really be disadvantage, because if you were going to swing your axe, I would have uh, put your yeah. disadvantage there, but since you're... More like it's already tail. pretty much a disadvantage because I can only do a maximum of five damage on arm strike. Yeah. So yeah, so you do five, and then you want to see if you can, you want to like leg sweep them basically. Yeah, pretty much. All see right. if I can. So let's them over. All right, now let's do a, a opposed athletics check for that. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh. Get a high athletics, by the way. Okay. Seventeen. Yeah, you. As you uh, sweep, <laughs> this the, the man just kind of like the legs go underneath him, and he just kind of falls flat on his butt. It's like. Nah, I'm just gonna go ahead and shoot it. Okay. Go ahead and make your attack. And I roll with advantage on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, that's a net 20. Okay, go Oh, ahead. Jesus. That is total 15 damage. All right, finish him. I try to figure out how to describe this shot now. That. It's called tactics right there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I expect nothing learn. less. You just pulled a pro gamer move. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'm uh, the military guy here. <laughs> so he's on, he's he's on his back. I'm just no. He's away. flat on his butt. Oh yeah. So landed yeah. on his butt. Advantage. So I'm just gonna. I don't know how to describe this. How many different ways can I kill someone with an arrow? Oh, let it go through his skull. <laughs> yeah, sure. So right between his eyes. There we go. Yeah, exactly. She pulls back the arrow. Shoots. It goes right between his eyes. Go about halfway in. He just sort of 
fish falling on his back and he took a nap. So the arrow goes through, kind of hits right there, and then he just kind of goes, <laughs> shakes the ground. Brushes up. Like, so, so what? Oh, oh! I did not see. It. I am terribly sorry, guys. I thought the path was clear. I thought. I thought. I, I am still so clear. Keep sorry. going. Sorry. Okay, let's just keep going. Oh yes, yes. Let's keep going. All right, let's go. The guard's a little like concussed. Get to the bar to do your job. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys nothing, then. Nothing. Uh, nothing. So you guys then uh, make it into the. Uh, into the town hall, and as you guys open up the door, you see like chaos. You just see the the healers just like frantically running from one thing to the next, just trying to do all that they can to uh, help stabilize people. They're like, can tell you they're like, running low on their medicine and that. So as you guys walk in, one of the uh, nurses walks up. Oh, another injured. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, right over here. Right, over, come on, come. With me, with me, and guys. He's like, we got, we got a space right here. I, I know it's not much, I know it's close to other people, but it's the best we can do. As you saw, the town's on fire out there. In case you didn't notice, yes, yeah, so go ahead and lay right there. I'll, I'll, I'll go fetch some, some medicine, some, some water, something to clean. Ooh, those are nasty scratches. So I'll, I'll, I'll give me some. As she goes and just frantically looks around for like any water and anything to like help clean up that wound, and so as. That's happening. You see, one of the guard, uh, town guards, you can tell like he's a captain just due to like his composure. He just walks into, he's like, "Saw you guys fighting out there. That's impressive. We could use some of your people to either help us finish up or to help us investigate more of what's going on. If you guys want to learn more, I suggest you follow me, and we can go talk to the uh, village elders. We managed to capture one of those." Cultists, people, would you be able to give us some information? You mean that pro skill occult choir? I'd love to learn more about getting vocals like those. Jeez. The only question I may have was maybe dealing with the writing in blood. Well, all that fighting? You haven't seen nothing yet. I said writing in blood, not fighting. Fighting to get blood. Oh, there he is. Uh, I was referring to what the guard said, us fighting out there. Oh, oh. <laughs> yes, yes, so uh, right this way, please. We're going to have to go towards the uh, back of the uh, building here and go up to the uh, second floor with the uh, village elders are right now discussing. And meanwhile, one of my guards is uh, interrogating. So he guides you up. Like, as we're, like, going, mm -hmm. I'm just going to, like, nudge at, like, um, Bright, and I'm like, this guy's energy, right? Half town on fire. Hey, you guys want a job? <laughs> yeah, so you guys are making your way up, and as you enter into the second floor, you can just tell, like, the elders are just kind of, like, in a, not so much a panic, like, there, some of them are in a panic state, some of them, like, confused and wondering why them and you hear several mutterings like we should have not sent off those flyers we knew trouble could have possibly happened we wanted to show that the world's doing better after the war and it just seems like we've just made a terrible mistake 
how are we going to recover from this? We barely survived the war. How are we going to survive this? Get yourself together. Come on. It's okay. We, we survived worse. What? Half the town's on fire. What do you expect? As you guys are walking up, uh, excuse me, uh, elders, I have brought you those people with excellent fighting skills. They may be able to prove some use to us, since we can't spare anyone to go out. Would you like to explain the uh, uh, situation to them? The one that was weeping just continues to kind of weep. The other one that was kind of more together. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Um, so I'm just going to tell you straight and blunt. All we know was it was a demon that was summoned. And that's not just any demon that was summoned. That's one of the demon lords or princess prince they, they never keep it straight with their titles from what i can recall from the old lores is that's the one of the sky and that's all i remember and can i history check that yes roll, can you find out more yes go ahead roll a history check Alright, I got a 15. What does that get me? Okay, so with that 15, you know what the Elder is uh, telling you, but you also can, like, faintly remember, like, the name of it. You remember that it starts with, like, a P, but you're, like, you're not too sure, like, how the rest of it's spelled. You just remember, like, hearing it, but at the same time, you know, like, this isn't a, a demon that you just kind of want to sit by, and you also remember some of the stuff, like, there's a way to, like, bring them to grant wishes, but you don't remember how that happens. But you also know, like, the situation isn't good if a demon's on the material plane. I'm gonna also roll history check. Okay. That is a 17. Uh, kind of the same thing as uh, what I was just telling kal -El. Like, you remember kind of, like, it starts there. And things like that. I'm gonna, like, just snap my finger, like, after the other episode. Is that, oh, yes, um, God, I know, I've heard the stories in my travels. Um, famous guy, Demon Lord, um, name starts with a P, Paul, Phileas. No, no, it's not, it's not either of those. It's not either of those, but you, but you don't Pelius. have to No, it's not Phileas. You Phileas. say his name a couple of times, and he shows up. Yes, yes, that one. Yeah, he grants wishes. Yes, yes, yes. I remember now. Um, um, anyways, uh, we're getting... You're sure his name wasn't Paul? No, it's not Paul. I know that much. What about Peter? No, it's not Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys are trying to, like, guess the name, the guard that was doing the interrogation is like, Guys! Uh... Need someone that can make this guy kind of intimidated. I he's. I'm not doing a good job. I shouldn't I'll be a intimidate cop. Oh, I'm, I'm perfect. Point, point at the dragonborn. Dragons are always like intimidated. Are always intimidating. Yes, please come here. Oh yeah, we're always intimidated. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> always Did I say intimidated? I meant to say intimidating. <laughs> Alright, I'll intimidate him. So he ushers you in, into the room. So, uh, right before he ushers, it's like, 
I just, I don't remember where, but they keep saying something, something, keep. But I, I can't put my finger on it. We need to know where they're at, but he's just like, I'm not telling you, type attitude. So, yeah, do your, do your thing. Stare at him and threateningly. I rolled a 10. <laughs> Are you supposed to be the bad cop? Is there any lights in the room? There's... Like torches? Okay, yeah, so as you come into the room, the only light that's there is just kind of like the lantern that's kind of sitting in the middle of the room. So kind of think of like an interrogation room. Yeah, so like there's a lantern that's kind of hanging up on the wall. That's probably the best way to put it. So there's like just a lantern just hanging up there on the wall. All the windows unlocked. Uh, no. But also so just the same, don't... yeah. But at the same time, remember there's that. That door. There's that door. There's also that whoosh of air that went through. But fortunately, it shattered most of the windows in front of it. Yes, it went backwards, but due to where this is at, since you guys are at, towards the back of the uh, town hall, and this is kind of towards the back of the uh, that upstairs, that window isn't shattered, but it is closed. So I'm going to look at this guy then. I'm going to change the light above him to a purple while then opening up all the doors and sort of slamming, slamming them shut at the same time and then change my eyes back to that blood red color. How about we play this game a little differently? Why don't you tell us where they're at so I can stick an arrow into that guy? That is a 21. So as... Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna walk back downstairs. <laughs> so I'm hungry. I'm not intimidating today. So with that, I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna give him like a pat on the back. Maybe next time. Maybe. So, so so with that 23, I'm gonna give you like that light kind of flickers. Your eyes become like that intimidating, and like you hear the window shattering. The guy just like. No, no, but I'm also a tiefling, so I'm also like. You're. 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 Okay, what exactly are you after? The fighting in blood, the language you use. I want to. What are you after? Oh, so the writing. Yes, the writing. The writing in blood. So that was go blood in case you didn't notice. Did you like it? Because I worked really hard on like making it look like I, nice I, I slammed the table. Okay, okay, okay. So that writing is ancient language of the tieflings before there's any tieflings. If I remember correctly, it's known as the abyssal language. Find a couple of things where I sort of 
keep going. So we stumbled across that and we heard rumor that we have to start the world anew again. And we're like, ah, uh, yes, he would be the perfect candidate because he grants wishes. And so I was just following the gold beater because I like getting help and wishes from time to time. And so I decided to join in and think, why not? And yeah, yeah, so we stumbled across it. Our leader spent many years trying to figure it out. Let's translate it to common. And well, you saw what happened when we figured it out, didn't you? It was quite the spectacular show. And where is your leader at? I'm not saying. I pull out my short sword and sort of stab it into the table. Roll intimidation. That's a nat 20. Oh, so you want to kill me? Okay, well, so I don't remember the name, but it is north of here, towards the mountain, <coughs> forest. Um, there's a keep. That's where it's at. It's in the keep to the north. Keep to the north is where your leader's at. Thank you for your time. The other has... Wait, wait, hold up. You said it's the keep to the north? Wait, are you referring to the keep of Ishmard? Maybe. That's the only keep to the north. Oh, is it? I thought there was multiple. No, there's multiple keeps to the north and that's the keep of Ishmard. That was an old dwarven keep. You guys have been a great help. We should go tell the, uh, the elders about this. As long as my mentor doesn't die, I'll let you live. With that, I pick up my short sword, sheath this, and walk out of the room. Okay. That's where I end this session.